Roaring Thirties. Mornings at Cafe Aphrodite were always hectic, but this morning, in particular, everyone seemed to be frantic and I even bumped into a strong, big body on my way out. I just got my morning coffee and a croissant so I wanted to dine al fresco when I knocked over a weirdly familiar man. Hey, I exclaimed, looking at his face. However, his eyes were on the ground, looking at my pastry that he just dropped. It was Aaron Gomez, a good friend of mine back in college. We fell apart years ago when I moved out of the city and have not met since. Aaron, I inquired as he squatted to pick up my croissant. As soon as his eyes met mine, my heart leaped. Those intense green eyes were how I remember them from our younger days. He still made me nervous and fidgety. I guess being that handsome and charming had that kind of impact on other people. Anthony Bradshaw, is that really you? Man, have you aged a day? You look great, he exclaimed, pulling me in for a hug. Are you in a hurry? Let me replace your croissant and let's catch up. I nodded, a little too enthusiastically if I may add, and went outside to find us a seat. Aaron returned shortly after, holding a cup of coffee for himself and some food for us. We fell into a conversation with ease and devoid of any awkwardness. It was like two pieces of a puzzle finding their way back to each other. I learned that Aaron was now a successful entrepreneur. Get you a man who had looks, brain, and brawn. That was him. In return, I told him all about my ventures as an artist. You've always been so talented even in high school. I always admired you honestly, he complimented. I could not help but flush as I recall my college days. I am gay and I feel like a part of me always knew. But since back then, people were not as open to exploring one's sexuality and were not as welcoming towards members of my community. I had a tough time expressing myself. You know what, little secret, I always had a crush on you, I confessed. But you had Naomi all those times. I did not know from what planet I mustered my courage, but I thought I was in my thirties already and this type of young love had no business being a secret anymore. You know what they say, take the risk or lose the chance. Upon hearing this, Aaron's eyes bulged out before he broke into a Cheshire smile. I found you cute, not gonna lie. Honestly, I found a lot of guys cute. But you were, a standout, if you may, like a fleeting crush that I kept trying to shun. But it kept coming back and I guess to this date, a part of it is still alive. It did not help that I bumped into you today. But yes, Naomi, he laughed. We broke up shortly after college. I could not believe what I was hearing. Did he really find guys cute? Did a part of him want to explore that side in college too and was shunned by the status quo? And bingo, Naomi was out of the picture. That girl had always been cruel. I suppose she sensed that I wanted her man and was conscious. We spent the rest of the morning catching up and he even offered to drive me to my art studio where I showed him around briefly. We then exchanged numbers and promised to keep in touch now that we were both residing in the city. I watched as he drove away and as soon as he was out of sight, I could not help but blush. And a wide smile flickered across my face. My assistant watched my exhilaration over Aaron and shook her head profusely. You're down bad, she commented. I guess my assistant was right after all. I was down bad. Every day for the next two weeks, I was on my phone pretty much all day when I was not working what was I doing texting Aaron and the texts were constantly progressing. We were getting to know each other more by the day and the flirting was escalating. He was away for a business trip and so it was not until a few weeks that we got to meet again and I invited him to dinner at my house. Since I started earning from my art, I had bought a polished house and offered my parents to move in. I knew not everyone wanted to live with their parents in their thirties, but before Aaron, I was terribly lonely and I love my parents dearly so I thought of asking them to live with me. What a beautiful house, commented Aaron as I stepped out of his car. 
He offered to fetch me after work and we both headed to my home where my mother was preparing a sumptuous dinner. Being the gentleman he was, he opened my door and offered his hand. I gazed longingly at him as he went on about having his dream house in the future. He lived in a small apartment despite his wealth as he was all by himself and he thought he would be incredibly lonely in a big house. He also mentioned that he wanted to have his own family in the future. With a wife or a husband, I teased. The latter, he winked as he took my hand. The butterflies in my stomach went crazy once more at this gesture, but they went even wilder as he kissed my hand. This was going to be a perfect night. In the corner of my eye, however, I spotted a nosy neighbor in the house opposite the street peering at us. It was Mrs. Imelda, a middle-aged lady who was a notorious gossip. She had that disproving look on her face, but I did not care about her opinion. She was likely judging us and thought us gay. The latter was not wrong, but I could not care less. I took Aaron's hand in mine as we approached my front door. To say that my parents loved Aaron would be an understatement. Although I had only introduced him as a friend, I knew my mother, of all people, would catch on. Every now and then, I would spot her gaze between the two of us, as though subtly giving me her approval. Aaron almost instantaneously got in my father's good graces and I could tell the latter admired him for his wit and savviness in business. Once the night was over, my mother gave Aaron a bear hug and told him to come over anytime he wanted. Aaron laughed but assured her that he would be over again soon. He loved her cooking and wanted to taste more homemade dishes from her which were a stark contrast to the unhealthy takeouts he frequently ordered. My dad clasped Aaron's back and they even exchanged numbers as dad also wanted to venture into his own business and sought Aaron's help. As soon as my parents retreated to their bedroom, I walked Aaron back to his car, his hands secured in mine. A smile was etched onto my face and I could not be happier that he got along well with my family. So, I'll see you tomorrow, he asked shyly as he held out our hands in front. I nodded and just like magnets, we gravitated toward one another and shared a loving kiss. I've always wanted to do that. I whispered, so do I, he replied breathily and I could feel the warmth from his mouth. This was a long time coming. All throughout college, I have admired this man from afar and now, I got to hold him in my arms. Life felt like a dream. From that night onwards, we became inseparable. Being in a new relationship in your thirties was odd, especially since I had not been this flirtatious since I was in my twenties. But seeing as Aaron reciprocated my adventurous side, I felt empowered and liberated. Very quickly, we fell into a routine. We took turns fetching each to and fro work, sometimes dropping by each other's offices during lunch, and spending our dinners in our houses. Sometimes, we would be in Aaron's condo while the other times, my mother would cook us a scrumptious dish. I loved every second I spent with Aaron as contrary to his strapping exterior. He was an extremely caring and loving boyfriend. He treated me gently and made me experience things I have never felt before whether it be emotionally or more adventurously. In bed, my favorites were always our quiet nights. I adore my parents, but sometimes, I just long for a quiet night with my love. On this night, in particular, we were having a steak and wine night at his house. It was a hefty but delicious meal to celebrate our first month together. To a lifetime of adventure and love, Aaron proposed a toast. To a lifetime of adventure and love, I repeated. After our meal, we then retreated to his living room which was massive for a condo's standard. His sofa was even softer than my bed back home. Since I was over so much, I had a few of my essentials in his closet such as extra clothes and I even had my toothbrush in his personal bathroom. Those may be small developments, but they were big signs of intimacy. I cuddled up closer to my man as he set up his television. We were going to watch to all the boys I've loved before. Horny romance movies were not my thing, but surprisingly, 
Aaron loved them so that was what he was putting on. You ever watch stuff like this and wish that you experienced that in high school? He asked me mid-movie as we were chowing down some popcorn and relishing each other's warmth. I giggled. Sometimes, I replied honestly. But I wish I had experienced it in college with you instead you know. He winked and kissed my forehead dearly. Ditto. All those times we had wasted. He shook his head. I wish I was brave enough to act on my feelings and be myself. I nodded in agreement. I did feel for us and all the time we lost. But what was important was what we had now. We have this moment. We have each other now and there's no way I'm letting this second chance go. I uttered sincerely. He gazed into my eyes lovingly and took my face in his hands. I love you, he affirmed. And I love you, I repeated. I was more than content with my life at this point. Although I was not much of a social media type of guy, I even snapped pictures of Aaron every now and then and posted them. This night, I felt braver and subtly took a picture of him leaning toward me while he was focusing on the television. Our arms were intertwined and off the bat, you could tell that we were clearly cuddled up. I knew that posting this would be suggestive, but I spent all my life concealing my true self and hiding my feelings. I had nothing to lose now and so I posted the photo to my Instagram story. I reviewed the replies to my post the next day and was relieved by the kind remarks of my friends. My mother even reacted with hearty eyes to the post. I was not aware that she even knew how to do that. We love a supportive mother. However, one reply stuck out like a sore thumb. It was from Aaron's ex-girlfriend in college, Naomi. I forgot I even had her on my Instagram followers as I honestly did not care about her existence. I was much too happy with my man to care about anyone else, besides my family that is. She had a one-word reply, yikes. I simply left her on read, deciding that ignorance was bliss. I also realized that she even posted a status on Facebook, possibly pertaining to me and Aaron. It read, you really should be careful who you gave your heart to. One moment in college, I was booed up with a man and the next thing I know, he's also with a man. Oh sweet Jesus, what a sick twist of events. Glad I got rid of that trash. There were some laughing reactions to this post and a few of her girlfriends were mocking us in the comments. But Aaron did not seem hurt so I also turned a blind eye to this bitter, hateful girl. What mattered was I was happy. Finally, Aaron and I were out to the world. The feelings we have suppressed since we were teenagers in college, we could now express freely. And that was all I ever wanted. Later that night, I went home by myself. Aaron had a late night at work so we decided to just see each other the next morning at breakfast. With that, I had a nice family dinner with only me and my parents for the first time in ages. As I said, Aaron and I were inseparable so he was almost always over. I saw your post, dearest, my mother commented. I merely smile and I could see my father curiously looking at me. Are you and Aaron officially together, my boy? My father asked in his stern voice. I knew that that was his usual, intimidating tone, but I could not help but still feel an ounce of fright. I never spoke of my sexuality to my parents or to anybody. Really? Besides Aaron, obviously, I thought of how they would react once I officially came out to them. Would they accept me or would they shun me as they were religious people after all? I held my breath and nodded. I closed my eyes when both my parents did not utter a word. This was it. They were probably going to disown me. We are gay. I said out loud just to formalize my confession. My dear boy, why didn't you tell us earlier? My mother questioned. I was puzzled, to say the least as her face softened and she pulled me closer. I thought I always knew deep down me. But I wanted it to come from you and I'm glad it did, my father added. I was floored. You guys, accept me. You accept me and Aaron. My father pulled me in for an unexpected but heartwarming hug. With all our heart, son. You know what? The moment I saw your Instagram, 
I felt relieved. As a mother, I was over the moon that you finally felt liberated enough to show your true colors and just be you. I am happy where you are, son. Don't think for a second that your choices will change our love for you. I cried at this moment, unbelieving that my parents loved me unconditionally. I did feel a pinch of guilt as well. How could I have thought differently? Although they were religious, they were not Mrs. Imelda who had a judgmental eye and always guilt-tripped others for their sins without self-evaluating. The three of us spent the night chatting over some wine and pie that my mother had baked. We talked about my dad's startup business that Aaron assisted him with, my mother's multitude of hobbies, my ever-successful art gallery and my recent clients, and our neighbor's resident gossip. Mrs. Imelda. My parents were aware that she had been spreading rumors and fabricated tales about me but did not want to burst as they saw how happy I had been lately. That wretched lady. I said spitefully as I discovered that she was telling other neighbors that I was frolicking with another man and that I had sinned in God's eyes. She had even spread that Aaron had a child from another woman and now he wanted to be gay. One day, I'm going to confront that lady. Enough is enough. My father affirmed as he heard of what Mrs. Imelda had been saying about me and my boyfriend. I'm with you there, Dad. She really needs to be put in her place, my mother agreed. Although I was enraged by Mrs. Imelda's comments, I now knew that my parents would stick up for me no matter what and that was the only thing I really needed. I felt the freest I have ever been in my whole life. What could possibly go wrong from here? A few weeks later, Aaron and I arrived hand in hand in the event hall of our old college. Being back on the campus after years was surreal and this time, I was with the love of my life. We were attending a batch reunion that night and while I usually did not mind the opinion of other people now that I was out with Aaron, I was quite nervous to know the reaction of our friends. Some of them had already extended their greetings to us through social media, but it was another thing to see them in person. After all, Naomi was a popular girl and she had a lot of connections. A part of me was scared that she had influenced the others into discriminating me and Aaron. And if they hate us, then what? I mumbled as we entered the room, our hands intertwined. Their loss, he muttered. We're the happiest we've been all our life. It's just you and me, baby. Turned out that we need not worry about the reaction of the rest. Most of them returned our smiles amiably and a few of our old friends even approached us to catch up. We received a glare or a snark every now and then, but those were from Naomi's old cronies. We were seated at a friendly table with some of our college buddies when Naomi finally showed up. She was with a few of her friends too and she confidently approached our table. Oh, look who decided to show up. The gay couple who had decided to out themselves although they're already pushing 40s. She bantered. She got a few laughs from her friends with some even muttering remarks like gross and old gay couple. Aaron's fists were clenched and I could see that he was trying hard not to make a scene. I was about to retort and defend us when one of our friends spoke up and the rest followed in our defense. Let them be. They're not hurting anyone. They're extremely successful in their professional life and are some of the kindest people we know. They deserve happiness in their personal life too. Agree and besides, don't you have anything better to do with your life? Naomi, have you not gotten over Aaron? It's been more than a decade. If anything, you're the pathetic one as you keep chasing a couple who is clearly happy. Here, here. She was enraged upon hearing this and stormed out of the room, embarrassed that she did not get the support she was expecting. In fact, her cruelty backfired on her. Aaron and I quickly recovered from her failed plan to shame us and we thanked our friends profusely for coming to our rescue. Before attending the event, I was actually frightened at what their reaction may be.
just as I was petrified at the thought of my parents finding out. Alas, they were accepting of us and embraced us wholeheartedly. We had a good night and we retreated to Aaron's condo where we shared his massive bed. I could not sleep that night, recalling the crazy events that had led to this moment. Tonight's encounter was the most surreal as being back on campus as myself felt like a full circle moment. Finally, I did not have to pretend. Finally, I was in the arms of the man I love, who said being in your 30s was not fun. The end. Bye-bye.